welcome back to Hog Talk, a podcast for University of Arkansas parents and families. I'm your host and assistant director of new student family programs, Erin Jones. And hey everyone, I'm Michelle, your co-host and the graduate assistant for parent and family programs. This week we have Becky Todd with us. Um, She's from University Recreation um, and so she'll be talking to us all about the opportunities your student has to get involved and how being active can really help with their college experience. But first, let's jump into some news and updates. All right, so the first thing that is super important for you and your student to know about is the Know Before You Go campaign that the University of Arkansas is going through right now. Um, This is a campaign for your students to get tested for COVID before they head home for the holidays, for Thanksgiving um, particularly, and then again when they go home for the winter break. Um, But right now we're headed towards Thanksgiving break, and so they really are pushing um, for students to go to the Pat Walker Health Center and get tested. I know that I'm definitely going to be doing this. I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I know my grandparents are going to be there. So um, I will be making sure to get tested to make sure to not put their health at risk or their lives at risk um, because they're so important to me. So make sure you encourage your student to do that. It's going to help with you and your family, but also just the community that they're coming back to when they're they're heading home. So it's easier than ever to get your COVID test. There's walk-up and drive-up testing for if they're asymptomatic and the results will be um, given to them in one to two days. So it's really quick. Um, If your student is having symptoms, there's also drive up testing by appointment and they'll get those results in 20 minutes. Um, The health center is suggesting that they get tested before November 20th if they're traveling around the 25th, but if they're gonna be coming home around the 20th to get tested by November 17th, they can call to schedule their appointment at 479 575-4451 and then they're also just you know encouraging that students make a plan to go home so how are you traveling what are the regulations by the CDC on that type of travel make sure you're hand sanitizing just like making a plan Um, and also for when they come back so they're healthy when they come back to Fayetteville as well. Yes absolutely and to kind of piggyback off of that up next we have the Garland Garage Respiratory Clinic so Pat Walker has set up a satellite drive-up slash walk-up respiratory clinic in the Garland parking garage across the street from their facilities. And so, as most of you maybe know, that's located to a lot of residence halls where your students are at. Um, So very close. And so it's by appointment only, and you can get tested for COVID, the flu, and strep throat. I've personally used this service, and it's so, so easy to do. So definitely encourage your student to just check it out. As Michelle said, we really just want um, your students to keep your family safe and your community safe. So definitely help them play their part in doing that. Definitely, especially when it's so easy right yes, now. Yes. I, I went and it's just like you just roll up in your car, you mm-hmm. sit in your car, they test you and you're out, you know. I love it. Something and simple. students think that, I think a big barrier that they found is that students think that the test is like horrible. Yeah. But it's actually not at all. We've both had it multiple yes, times. Multiple times. And it's like a 10 second little tickle mm-hmm. on your nose and then you're done. Yes. Like it's people true. are like, it touches your brain. And maybe that was some people's experiences. <laughs> but luckily for us, like that was not. And so... Don't let them be too scared about it. Yeah, it's definitely not as bad as it seems. Um, so our next bit of information is about Make a Difference Day. Um, this is a an event, an annual event put on by the Volunteer Action Center, and they're actually moving it to the weekend of March 6th. So typically that event happens in the fall, but because of COVID and the pandemic, they're wanting to take more precautions and more time to plan out how exactly to best do this sort of event. Because essentially it's one day where the whole U of A community goes out and does a bunch of service projects. So it could be a big issue if we're sending a bunch of students out and not putting a lot of planning behind it. So they're making sure to do that 
so it will be moved into um, the spring but the great thing is that it will be happening in the spring so that's really exciting um, project um, leader applications are open now and they're open until December 11th um, project leaders are essentially just gonna lead a variety of in-person or virtual opportunities during um, that time and so if your student has any interest in that definitely have them um, look that up on the VAC's website absolutely I love make a difference day it's really cool to see students you know, getting out there and yeah. volunteering and doing service projects across Fayetteville for the day. So um, definitely keep an eye out for that. Encourage your student to um, apply. It's a really great opportunity. So up next, we have Interna International Education Week, which is actually next week, November 16th through the 20th. So it's a week-long schedule of events aimed at celebrating the benefits of international education and exchange. There are more than 100 current countries represented on our campus and students can learn about the dress, food, and culture of these countries from their peers. The study abroad office will also be there to talk directly with students about their study abroad opportunities. And so each day is packed with full events and is themed. So Monday we've got celebrations, Tuesday is international dress, which is always so cool Very like cool. it is so cool and like colorful and beautiful and yes. just like the coolest thing wednesday dancing around the world which also super, super cool, cool to see yes <laughs> yeah. every year i love watching it um thursday it focuses on academics and friday is food all love different food. cuisines from every <laughs> different culture it's so tasty um, so the next um, bit of information, we've just got some quick ones for you, some things that are coming up that your student might be interested in. Um, the 33rd Annual Southwest Black Student Leadership Conference is coming up January 22nd through 23rd um, in 2021, and that's going to be held virtually, so very safe, um, through Texas A&M University. It's going to be a Friday and Saturday, so it won't conflict too much with your student's schedule and classes and things like that, but if your student is interested in attending, they can apply apply and those applications are open through December 4th. If they have any questions about the application or about the selection process, they can contact Adrian Smith and he's the Director of Leadership and Diversity Initiatives in the Multicultural Center here and his email is atsmith at uark.edu. Um, a cool virtual involvement fair is coming up. So there's going to be the SUI Pre-Professional Virtual Involvement Fair on Thursday, November 19th from noon to 2 p.m. Students can access this event through HogSync and engage with RSOs that relate to their field of study. Um, and to access anything on HogSync, all they have to do is use their UARC username and password, so they'll be able to do that really easily. So definitely encourage them to check that out, just ways to get involved on campus and really take advantage of this four years while they're here. Definitely. And like, I know that, you know, we think of involvement as like sometimes just like fun, but this will, mm -hmm. these are stuff that will be fun and then also help them with their career in the future. Hopefully. Yes. So build that resume. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last bit of information is just a quick little reminder that Blackboard is going to be unavailable for your students from December 23rd to, through January 1st. I'm sure that they have gotten a little bit of notice of this, but if they try to go in and they're like, Mom, Dad, <laughs> Aunt, Uncle, why can't I get in here? You know, up. just remind them that it's just down. They're going through some upgrades to make it a little bit more accessible for students and easier to use. So it will be unavailable um, from, again, December 23rd to January 1st, which is also not a bad timing because that's no. in a break, so it should be all right. Yeah, it should be before, like, the intersession start back or anything. Exactly. So to go. Exactly. All right, so let's um, get talking about university recreation now. Um, we have Becky Todd here with us today. Um, so welcome, Becky, and thank you for being here with us. If you'll just go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone who's listening. Yes, 
Yes, hi Michelle, uh, my name is Becky Todd. I am the Director of Programs for University Recreation on campus at the University of Arkansas. Perfect, thank you. Awesome, thank you for joining us today, Becky. As we know, COVID is always a topic of conversation these days. So can you tell us a little bit about what operations looked like at UREC since COVID started? Have there been any specific measures being taken for safety and health reasons? Yeah, so we were closed. Um, our programs and facilities closed in person in mid-March until early July when we reopened the Hyper Building. Um, during the time that we were closed, we did a lot of virtual group fitness programming and other kind of programming efforts to keep students engaged from wherever they were. Um, when we reopened in July, we have some basic physical distancing and mask enforcement to follow, but we also have to abide by three additional Arkansas Department of Health directives for gyms and fitness centers, for swimming pools, and for team sports. So we have to include a lot of other guidance as we make our decisions. So what does that look like when you come to um, URAC programs and facilities? Um, we have to have 12 foot distancing while, we're, while you're exercising. Um, there is some programs that we have to do more intentional screenings before people can participate. All of our employees go through a screening every day before they come to work. And then there's a lot of other little kind of odds and ends stuff. Um, we've shifted some of our staff responsibilities so that we are keeping all of our staff employed and busy in their jobs. And then we just continue to listen really closely to what our members are saying um, so that we can adjust our programs and our facilities to kind of meet their needs. Um, and I, I know that um, we kind of talked this morning about how there's not been like any issues with students wearing masks in UREC, which is really awesome because I don't think yes. that's happening in every other place on campus. So I think that's really cool um, that students that go there are being like really mm -hmm. respectful. So it was cool. Last spring I did the virtual bar <laughs> class. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was a, an opportunity to try something new. It was yes, really cool. I appreciated that y'all had that opportunity. Okay, so um, right now students are maybe staying in a little bit more. So what are some ways that they can get involved at UREC, whether it's formal or informal? Yeah, so we have a ton actually happening every single day. So we are open seven days a week. The only time we close right now is during home football games. Um, we open at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. And then we close at 10 p.m. at night. So. When we're open, you can come in and run on the track, go into the fitness center. Um, we do have pool hours available. You could go shoot baskets in the gym or play like two-on-two -two volleyball. Um, we have 50, more than 50 group fitness classes a week that meet in person. In addition to our virtual offerings, the climbing wall is open, the bouldering wall is open. You could rent outdoor equipment to go for a hike, to take a bike ride. Um, we're doing intramural sports activities. Know, not our typical, maybe some of our parents will remember when they came to school here, our big flag football leagues, and it's not, we can't do that quite yet, but we did do a full softball league. Uh, our club sports teams are practicing, our sports injury clinic is open. So we, we are really doing everything that we can um, to try to find something, again, for every student to participate in and, and to connect to us. Yeah, I love that, that's awesome. Basically up and ready to go. Yes. <laughs> Um, We're there y'all are for students to come on in and mm -hmm. um, we open our union um, satellite facility. So we have a fitness center on the second floor of the union that's open and operational. The sports complex is open so people can come out and 
kick the soccer ball and throw their footballs or lacrosse balls, whatever they want to do. That is so cool. I think one of the main things that college offices, especially on campus, have really had to learn this year is just how to adapt, you know, to our new surroundings and really how to work with everything that's going on. And so has there been any new like innovations that have sprouted up in UREC since COVID has started? Yeah, I totally agree that this has been kind of a big challenge because we are all so accustomed to doing everything in person and face to face and we really avoided doing anything virtual because who really connects virtual and recreation? Wait <laughs> <laughs> for us. So it was really jarring at first in March when we had to go online. Um, but you mentioned that you had done one of our virtual group fitness classes mm-hmm. and taken And we really tried to adapt almost every format of group fitness. The only thing that we struggled was cycle classes because <laughs> you know, people don't have a cycle bike at home. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool to see the instructors do things like, instead of assuming everyone had a set of hand weights, like grab a textbook, grab two cans of beans from your pantry to use as weights. Mm -hmm. Uh, No body or no no additional weights, just using your body weight. Those things were really cool. So getting those virtual activities, um, virtual group fitness classes going was really, really exciting for us. Um, And we learned a lot about how to promote recreation in the virtual environment. That has been a real challenge for us because now students and people in general are just inundated with what's, you know, everyone trying to sell their stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. Our outdoor programming had to take a big shift because typically right now they're preparing to take students to the Grand Canyon for a week. And we aren't doing anything overnight right mm-hmm. now. It's just day trips. Um, but those day trips have become very popular. Every single one of our day trips has sold out. Um, so that's really fun. Our sports injury clinic got into telehealth visits, which again, it's another area where you assume that you have to physically mm-hmm. touch a person's body to assess the injury and help them kind of move through it. But our athletic trainer has been able to kind of get into the telehealth world and, and to really be helping students in that way um, so we've we've tried to push ourselves a lot and we found areas where it's successful and some areas where, you know, students haven't really responded well. So we're taking all of that into consideration as, mm-hmm. as we can move forward. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really cool because like the virtual environment is more accessible to some people. And so like we usually would never do that, but mm-hmm. opening it up and then like kind of having like a hybrid situation makes it more accessible. Like oh, they didn't have time to like actually show up in person because they need to be at a meeting after, Mm -hmm. but if they can join in on a class virtually, I just think it's really cool um, in general. I completely agree. I do have a question, um, just a follow-up. So like, where is like an example of like the day trips y'all have gone on? Yeah, we do most of everything that we've done is here Mm -hmm. in North Arkansas, um, Fayetteville particularly. Mm -hmm. So what we do is say, we're gonna do a hike, uh, maybe in Devil's Den Mm -hmm. and students can meet us there or um, a lot of what we've been doing is biking. So they sign up and they, we figure out what size bike they need. We pick a meeting location. Uh, there's so many, particularly mountain bike. Um, there's 322 miles of mountain bike trails. Wow. <laughs> in. So we figure out what size bike they need. We say, here's the location, here's the time to meet. They show up, we bring all the bikes and everything they need. We lead the bike ride and then they get to go off on their day. So 
that's been the kind of stuff that we've done, which I think will help, particularly first year students, kind of learn the area a little mm-hmm. bit more. So the next time, if they want to bring their own bike or if they want to come and check out one of our bikes, then they know where the trails are, they know kind of how to ride some of those trails, and, and it's really exciting kind of for both of us. Yeah, that's really cool. I really love that y'all have that opportunity for students to do that. Um, yeah, I, just a really quick, like, really quick follow-up question. Is that something that, like, you need experience in, or can that be, like, someone that a beginner joins in on? Because I know mountain bike biking sounds very um, intimidating. It does, and everything that we're doing um, is really going to be entry-level, and then when they're there, there's a, a, typically different options on the trail. Like, you could kind of go off to the side and try something that's a little more difficult of a skill level. And our trip leaders who are there guiding can give them advice if someone is more advanced about it. Here are some areas that we can go that will challenge you. Um, and we have so many things that are really just riding distance from our campus mm-hmm. in Fayetteville that students can try. Okay, cool. Sorry to get off on like an outdoors tangent, but I think that people have a lot of I interest mean, we, in it. Agreed. We are in the midst of an outdoor recreation boom. Yeah. People are sitting inside, and so off they go into the wilderness to try new things. Um, so it's been it's been cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for entertaining it. Um, so our next question is really kind of about more of involvement, but um, are there job opportunities for students in UREC? There are a lot. Um, so we are one of the largest employers on campus. So annually, we're employing over 100 people per year in about 600 different roles. So yes, yeah, there are job a lot. opportunities. There are always job opportunities in a ton of different ways that students can work and be employed. Um, we really value our student employees. So we really try to focus in on what are the perks of working here and then how can we prepare you for kind of a career? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we always have opportunities for advancement kind of in, in every single one of our positions. We have set up an internal professional development program that's totally free. Um, we do current events, wellness strategies, leadership development, career prep. Um, so those things are really good, you know, for us and for our students to help prepare them kind of for the workforce later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we think we offer competitive um, wages. Mm-hmm. We're on campus, so they don't have to go far. It's a flexible schedule. We work around your classes, mm-hmm. so we, we we think we're a kind of a shining star. Um, the the place to go to work. Um, but a lot of our students, you know, they talk about how much they've made friends for life while working there. They feel super connected to campus. They get access to you know, full-time employee or full-time supervisors who really invest in their lives and their growth. Um, so a little brag session. About no, I mean, honestly, on top of all of that, it just kind of seems like a fun place to work as Absolutely. a student. So, And we always encourage students to get on-campus jobs just because it does work best with the college schedule. We know it's not something that's easy, so we definitely love it when students work on campus. It makes their lives a little bit easier, I think. Um, so to kind of piggyback off of that question, how does being active and involved, like while being a student through college, um, how is that, how, in your experience, how has that been helpful for students to be so active and involved on their campuses? I think there's a lot of research just basically exa- examining the link between mental health and physical activity. And then there's a whole other, like, 
set of research that examines physical activity and academic performance and mental health. And basically all of those studies show that like physical activity improves your brain function and your cognitive skills, mm -hmm. which always has a positive effect on your academic performance. The things go hand in hand, um, but I think we are all more keenly aware during COVID of the need to kind of take care of our mental health. And for so many people being physically active is such a stress relief. It releases those positive endorphins. Um, there's a great book called Spark that really gets into the benefits of regular exercise that someone could read. And it's like, you know, being more social, reducing your anxiety and helping your body like learn to calm, fighting depression, you know, improve focus. And, and then just the basic, like if you're physically active regularly, you're making like better choices with your food and you're staying hydrated. Um, you need those things to maintain exercise. So but those are all kind of the basic like physical responses to physical activity that we think are so important. What we hear from students is that they really like to be physically active because, you know, it helps with that stress relief. It helps get them up after sitting in front of their computer or sitting in a classroom all day. Um, but additionally, particularly like on a college campus with recreation, it's so social. You know, that's a big part of it. Just coming in, in a typical semester, if they were to sign up and play intramural softball, you know, there's 10 other people on their team and then they're getting together and seeing people and and having that kind of connectedness, mm -hmm. um, that sense of belonging that we think is really cool. Uh, to get off on a totally other side of it, you know, we've for the last few years really studied GPA and students who are using the UREC facilities uh, and retention for students who use UREC facilities two to three times a week is almost 12 points higher than students who are not using UREC mm -hmm. facilities. Wow. So in terms of like, what, why, how, how does that all work? And we haven't got to the total bottom of it, but we also look at GPA um, and the average GPA for a non-user is 2.89. The average GPA for someone who's coming two to three times a week is 3.404. That's a really uh, big yeah. difference. <laughs> <Big job. laughs> that's, that's qualifying you for a scholarship or disqualifying mm -hmm. for a scholarship. And, and I think there's a lot that goes into that. Um, but, you know, we controlled for financial need, high school GPA, first generation mm -hmm. status, whether you're an Arkansas student or an out-of-state student, and still a user is 1.87 times more likely to return for their second year. I think it speaks a lot to you know the the connection between physical activity and academic performance mm -hmm. as well as just that connectedness mm -hmm. that belonging to campus yeah. that's connection to your peers absolutely yeah. it's been really important i mm -hmm. think okay cool so if anyone wants to get in we've, we nerd out about a whole lot of different <laughs> love assessment our outdoor <laughs> staff does like they, they survey their participants to talk about like positive health outcomes and group cohesion and um, how does being on an outdoor trip kind of connect you to academic stress and time management. I mean, it's, yeah. there's so much stuff to look at. Um, we have so much information that it, it can sort of just overwhelm you sometimes, yeah. but there is so much positive to kind of incorporating physical activity and recreation into 
a student's everyday life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it is really important. So I guess our next question would just be like, how can parents encourage their students to get involved? And then is there anything parents can be involved with if they're here um, on campus? Yeah, that's a hard one because this is, you know, physical activity. That's such a personal thing. You know, mm -hmm. you have to get up and do it yourself. So I would say just parents encouraging their students to take advantage. You know, um, campus recreation, university recreation is one of the few things that there is no additional fee. So it's part of tuition. A student just brings their ID card, swipes it at the door, and in they come. So there's no cost associated. You just have to bring yourself here. Um, Parents can kind of set an example to incorporate physical activity in their life, and that generally has a really positive influence on their students' mm -hmm. life. And then, you know, if they're coming to Fayetteville to visit, they can get a guest pass to come and work out alongside their student or try, you know, a group fitness class with their student. Um, my mom, when she comes, I'm always like, come and try this class, come and do Zumba with me. And, and <laughs> She loves it. You know, yeah. she likes that feeling of being here with the young people and mm -hmm. being able to keep up with them. And it's just kind of invigorating for a lot of folks. Um, we do have a few paid services that if a parent is interested in getting a gift certificate for their student, we do, you know, the outdoor equipment rental is a paid service. Personal training and small group training is a paid service. Learn to swim program. So those are just the few things that we have that would be an additional cost that a parent could purchase a gift certificate to encourage their student to kind of continue that journey. Cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, um, Becky, that kind of wraps us up for today. Um, could you maybe close us out with one last piece of advice, either for students or parents and families during the school year? It can be related to your office. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Just any last words you would like to put out there. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of interaction with students, whether they work for us or come into our facilities. Um, and being on a college campus for as you know, twenty some years, like I have, I think it's just encouraging students to explore something new. So don't put yourself in a box. Don't paint yourself in a corner just because you did X, Y, or Z activity in high school. Doesn't mean that you can't try something different in college. Um, that could be trying a new class, a new course, so you could study something that interests you, that you just want to explore further, or an extracurricular activity. Um, it could be anything, but the more that you try new things, I think the more you learn who you are and who you want to be. Mm -hmm. I love that. I do too. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> Apply that to my own life too. I do. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. It's never ever too late and the beauty about college Absolutely. campus is it's all right there in front of you you don't have to go out and find it you really really you don't. really don't it's all right here. i feel inspired now thank Same. you i'm gonna work out <laughs> great well, i did my job for the day you yes did. you did absolutely <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm sure everybody is going to love listening to this one. We got yes. some really good information. I think that like university recreation always sounds so fun, but people don't know a lot about it, especially when it comes to like things like outdoors mm -hmm. and but like special things that we uh, that y'all do. So thank you so much. Yeah. Can I make a social media plug? Yes, absolutely. Go for it. You can follow us on social media. It's at UREC Arkansas. And you can do that on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. 
and then our website is urec.uark.edu so you can see all the millions of things that we've got going on every year um so check us out online. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Becky. And thank you everyone for listening and joining us once again. This has been Hawk Talk. Mm -hmm.